You are listening to a Trav Market Media podcast. Explore the network at travmarketmedia.com. Please subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. Thank you for choosing a Trav Market Media podcast. Enjoy the show. Hi, it's Megan, host of Travel Radio Podcast, a proud member of the Trav Market Media Podcast Network. Would you take a moment now to like, subscribe, and review the podcast? You can also reach me at info at travelradiopodcast.com, or you could reach the network at travmarketmedia.com. Travel professional or aspiring professional traveler, I'm so thankful you tuned in. Now, let's dig into where our ears will travel today. Hello and welcome to Travel Radio Podcast. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I am pleased today to have Editor Satchel on the line with me. Editor, would you take a moment to introduce yourself? Megan, thank you very much. My goodness, it is so wonderful to be here with you today and um, to be able to talk to you. What do I do? I want to start with what do I do before I go into this all big experience and things, you know, that we always talk about. I, uh, because that's how I introduce myself. I help people who travel for business or leisure to be travel ready, especially now during COVID, to be healthy. And of course, look and feel their very, very best before, during and after travel. So as I say, so that they can have it all. Uh, beauty, youthfulness, energy, success, a lot of other things that they need, you know, in life. And I can do it because I've been doing this, uh, I've been working in the travel industry for over 20 years. And I was the busy travel executive uh, who didn't have time, you know, for myself, for my family, for my wellness routine. Mm -hmm. And I found, what I found is that People usually don't have those routines. And I worked in the travel industry. I worked in different areas. Um, I traveled a lot. But on top of all of this, I'm a certified health coach. Mm. And I'm also certified in oncology aesthetics. What that means is I can support and work with people who are cancer survivors. Mm. Mm. This is an interesting combination of skills that you bring to the travel industry. So when I first found your profile, or I don't know how we got connected, but it was on LinkedIn, and I'm glad that we did. And um, it's interesting to me because I thought that you did wellness travel, like planning wellness retreats, and I bet that you probably get that from more than just me. But um, what I was inter- like exactly what you're talking about, and maybe in a more paraphrased way you don't do wellness travels and retreats. You do like the wellness of travel or how to be well while traveling. And can you introduce us to to what that looks like? I really, uh, Megan, I really love, you know, the description which you provided. It is indeed the wellness of travel or the wellness of traveling. And I get those questions from time to time, like, oh, Dita, are you doing those travel retreats in terms of wellness? And, you know, wellness retreats and uh, groups, you know, are you organizing groups and like a yoga group or Mm -hmm. something like that? And Mm -hmm. no, this is not what I do. What I do, however, I prepare people to travel to those yoga retreats, Mm. you know? (laughs) So like we said, it's all about, you know, getting them ready so that they can feel and look their very best and be healthy 
during their travel, before their travel, and when they get home uh, from that travel, they continue to be energized, you know, fully productive, um, healthy, and so on. I hope that makes sense. No, it does make sense. And I I really like the idea of like the continuation after your trip, because I mean, uh, one, it is a weird time in the world. Um, and I mean, it was, I think this kind of thing was probably necessary before COVID, but now, especially like travel wears you down. It can really wear your system down. So having a plan before you travel and then after you travel, I think is very necessary for just, you know, your, your bodily health. But then as far as mental health, I think a lot of people have this, they cut, they have the vacation high emotionally and then they crash. And if your, your physical system goes into like a meltdown because of, you know, your travel taking it out of you, you're going to lose the, the, all the benefits, both mental and physical, you know, of actually taking that trip in the first place. So that's, I think this is really interesting. We also spoke about you coaching, for example, I mean, travel agents or travel professionals, and this is going to go into another, you know, right now, travel professionals, they have to be legal experts, not just knowing the area and, you know, the the region that they're sending their clients to and the legal aspects of that. But I think this would kind of round out your taking care of the whole person um, as far as your clients go, like taking care of all, you know, not all of, but a lot of their needs. Uh, and you are starting to, or you are offering this training to travel agents. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. And you see wellness, travel wellness in a meaning, you know, in my definition, not, not a definition of a travel, even like a wellness retreat, but in my definition, actually it's a huge added value that they can, the travel agents can, travel professionals can offer to, to their clients because um, when, uh, like I mentioned, wellness starts before we leave the house and even more, wellness starts the moment we are in the process of arranging our travel. What that means is that travel agents can really truly help with that entire wellness process by selecting the, the um, I don't want to say the right, uh, okay, let's say the right airline, Let, mm-hmm. select the right place to sit on the plane, mm-hmm. uh, select the right, you know, meal for the person who is traveling mm-hmm. based on the dietary, you know, issues that or problems that that person may have, uh, selecting the right, um you know, stopovers, mm-hmm. uh, advising on the right, I don't want to say advising on the right beauty routine, but all can provide tips and tricks when someone is traveling, you know, what to take with you, what to pack, you know, in your hand luggage. So it's not only about providing advice on, uh, I will get you from, from, from point A to point B, but it's about, I will get you in a healthy way so that you are healthy and it's all about your well-being from point A to point B, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I, I feel like also a lot of, you know, tra- travel agents and travel professionals, I, and I've had this situation myself, like you want to be in touch with the client before their trip, but sometimes it's like, I'm just calling to check in. Do you need anything? No? Okay. Bye. But this this mm-hmm. might provide other opportunities for someone to say, uh, hey, I just, you know, I, I have the certification. Wondering if you wanted any tips in this because, you know, just to give you another option and another touch point to have, a, you know, 
another aspect of your relationship with your clients. And also I feel like it opens up conversations with your clients that you might not know that they have these other needs, but this might give you an avenue to find out that they actually need a different kind of hotel room or something like that, because now you're talking about wellness, um, you know, and not, a, not like a, I don't know, a HIPAA violation type way. Like we want to take care of you as our clients, not, you know, knowing your personal business for the sake of knowing it. So I think this is, yeah, a good, I, I feel like as a travel professional, this would be something that would be of value to me to be able to talk to my clients about. So, um, yeah, that's, that's exactly right, Megan. Yes, that's exactly right. Because you see, it's not right now our clients, our travel, traveling clients, you know, their trips got uh, canceled a few times or rescheduled. They're looking for that peace of mind, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not Mm -hmm. only the peace of mind of, oh, yes, he or she, the travel professional, can rebook my trip, right? But it's about giving that peace of mind of, yes, you can travel and you can be healthy. Those are the tools. This is the knowledge. Um, And um, it's all about, you know, educating uh, our clients what they can and what they can, they should not be doing. And this really starts, like I said, with the planning the trip, but also that additional advice that they say, hey, here is a checklist of things you should be taking with you on the plane or in destination or whatever, wherever you are going, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes they even do simple things like, you know, booking a spa weekend for a group of people or a family or, or an individual. Mm-hmm. Those are the things you should be taking on your, on your trip, whether you're flying or whether you are uh, driving. This is the added value which we have never, as travel professional, we've never done it before, but now it's an opportunity. Let's hold that thought and listen to this quick message from our sponsor. A cu- couple of things. I forgot to ask where you where people can, you know, follow along online if they wanted to. Could you give us your web address? Of course. So it is um, sachel.eglobal.com. So it's my last name, my first initial, global.com. That's my website. And I am in all social media uh, platforms, in all of them, which is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And my handle is sachel.global. So it's sachel.eglobal. No spaces, no that. It's just the same thing. So this mm-hmm. is the, the right place to to find me. Okay, and I'll put it all in the show notes so people can just, uh, if they don't want to write that down, they can just click on the show notes wherever you're listening. Just scroll scroll through the text at the bottom. You'll be able to click through to uh, all of Edita's places. And then, Edita, Perfect. what about um, when you're training travel professionals or even agencies? How long does it take for that process? Like, what what does the training timeline look like, and and what do they come out of it with? Like, do they have guides that they come out of it with? Like, how do they how do they retain sure. this knowledge? Yeah. Perfect. So uh, I, when I work with with travel professionals, it's a three month program that I offer to them. Um, I and they are they have really access to all the documentations, all the processes, uh, templates that they should be using. And when then whether they are servicing individual travelers, people who travel by themselves, or they're even on top of it when they work with corporations. So they can support their corporate clients as well. Mm-hmm. So they get the template. They know how to book the trip uh, to ensure the health is already starting before you know the, the traveler leaves the house. Um, they have all the. They understand the procedures. They understand what's super important is how travel impacts us. 
how mm. travel impacts our body, what's happening with us. Because if we don't understand that, mm. then we can't provide the right support. So it's not only that my training is about, um, oh, you should do this, 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 right? It's about understanding our us, you know, us travelers, our human body. And I'm not going into biology, trust me on this, right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> of course mm-hmm. that I go into understanding when we take, a, 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 for example, a flight, what does it mean to us? And um, But also, you see, we talk about one of the topics which, the, which we cover uh, are, for example, contamination zones. Okay. It's not only about the contamination zones on the plane, which I go into details, but the contamination zones the moment the passenger leaves his house. So what's happening in the car, on the metro, on the bus? It depends, you know, however we get to uh, to the airport or to, to our point of destination because, you know, we, we may be driving, right, to visit our client. We may be just driving. Mm-hmm. And they and we as travel professionals, we book a hotel for that person, right? But it, it's about that, contamination zones in hotels. What should we do? What should we not? Uh, mm-hmm. Should we not uh, doing, touching or be aware of, of or wiping you know, that kind of stuff. So, again, my training is goes beyond just, hey, this is how you should book, this is what you should book, and so on. It goes about us understanding, starting with understanding us, us as travelers, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. It's great. Um, so then what if we uh, what if we do a little role play um, about, you know, how you would train maybe a lady business traveler to take her overnight to London, East Coast to London, maybe we'll, or I mean, it could be another destination, but I was just thinking that's just what came into my mind, um, on how you might, can we just role play that out a little bit? Meaning me as a travel professional or me as a, me, Edita working with that lady, with the traveler? Mm, I mean, I'm hoping, I, I'm hoping that the training would translate so that, Maybe they would be similar. Um, All right. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense or no? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. So let's say we have a client, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, This client, first of all, we need to understand um, the the travel patterns of our client. You know, how frequently they are traveling, what destinations they usually go to. This may be, in this case, maybe London. We need to understand as travel agents, or me, if I'm providing support to them, what's happening today, you know, in London in terms of is this winter, is this this summer, you know, times of the year, seasons are very important. We need to understand... Uh, what kind of options, and again, this is even before uh, we we book anything for that person, what kind of travel options does the person have? Does she have any preferred airline? Does she have any preferred, you know, time of the day? And we understand that, right? But And those are the probably standard uh, questions we ask ourselves. But on top of it, we need to understand that if she has flexibility, and let's say there is that 10 a.m. flight on airline X, and then there is an airline, a flight at 10.30, half an hour later, on airline, let's say, uh, B. So what's happening is we as travel advisors, we will know, okay, this X, airline X, the first airline, is operating an old equipment, right? So the plane is different. The half an hour later, the plane will be um, 
ask new equipment, maybe a different airline, or it may be the same airline, but the equipment is different. So this is those are the things that we starting advising the, the traveler and say, hey, let's see, Maria, your if you travel half an hour later, you will be traveling in a different uh, aircraft type with different filtration systems, with different bigger windows, with different things, which will ensure that you have more you know, uh, space, you have more, uh, you know, this wellness already starting for you there, you know, and you, do you want me to book the one at 10 with the older equipment or the new one 10, half an hour later with this new one, right? And again, you would be able to to breathe better. You, I would put you in the seat, you know, by the window or not by the window. It depends what the preference is, but then the travel agent thinks about, Things like, okay, is it better by the window? And is it better or not? And then she will explain to the traveler why it's better by the window or why it's not better by the window, right, to sit there. So those are the things that, you know, this is the starting point. And then the the, the traveler will make a decision and he will be impressed because the uh, travel agent will be like, you know, she is not only booking my flight, but she's taking care of me and my wellness, mm-hmm. my health. Even, you know, in those whole things. So this gives me the peace of mind that, you know, this this travel professional really knows, you know, her stuff. So from that, you know, when we move uh, move forward, the person is traveling, um, uh, you know, the, the right, knowing what the uh, dietary constraints are or limitations, the, the person is getting the right meal booked by the travel professional for which the person, the traveler is also super grateful because she, uh, the travel professional took care of that, you know, nutrition. Travel prof- professional can give some advice about drinking alcohol or not because we always covered that as well. But also mm-hmm. travel agent can provide information like, hey, what should you pack? Don't forget about this. Don't forget about, you know, face mask. Don't forget about, you know, hand hand sanitizer, hand sanitization, you know, sanitizing wipes. But also things like what else should you pack? And I always talk about uh, those additional items that they should be taking with them on the plane, especially on the plane and wherever they go. Um, and they need to. And I always talk about, you know, the face mask and the hand sanitizer, they are super important. But if you forget them, it's not the end of the world. And there is that one item that they should be advising uh, to get um, uh, uh, whenever they travel. So the moment they leave the house, they should have it with, with them. Okay. This is good information. Now, you mentioned um, previously that you were a certified nutritionist. Um, and also that there are times when drinking alcohol when flying is appropriate or maybe not. Um, how do you typically advise people to approach alcohol when flying? Because I know like when, um, who am I trying to say, Virgin Airlines, like they'll just keep serving you. And to some people, they're like, that's what I need to do to fly. But maybe that's not the right approach. Um, how would you advise someone? All right. So, Megan, I just want to correct one thing. I'm not a nutritionist. I okay. just want to point it out. Yep. I'm a certified health coach, okay, okay. which we, we talk about nu- nutrition all the time. I'm telling you, I can talk about that until I'm ready in my face, of okay. course. Okay. <laughs> but those are different uh, sort of uh, qualifications. But, okay. of course, as a, as a certified health coach, we talk about nutrition a lot. And we talk about, you know, when it comes to travel, I talk a lot about the alcohol. So, I want everyone to remember one thing, that our body reacts differently 
to alcohol consumption on the ground and up in the air. And it's not our fault. It's that's the way we are. So at the 35,000 feet on the plane, the air pressure is lower. So I want us to keep that in mind, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And usually you can compare it to the, to the latitude in the mountains between like 1,800 or 2,200 meters. Okay. So if we go traveling to the mountains, we don't feel the same. So the impact, um, this really impacts um, our ability to absorb oxygen. And this is normally called hypoxia, which is not a concern, right? But uh, hypoxia is not a problem for us. But because of the lower level of oxygen in our body, you may seem, actually we as travelers, we may seem a little bit more drunk in the air than if you were to consume the same amount of alcohol on the ground. And this is because the environment, the pressure on the plane. Also, in addition to it, you see... um, on the plane, the, the air is super dry. The humidity, humidity is very low. On average, it's around 20%, but the normal one, uh, humidity level, is between 60 to 80. So you see how, how much it drops, right? Uh, plus, alcohol is, is, is sugar. It makes us go around more frequently to the, to the bathroom. You may actually de- get dehydrated, you know, much faster. So those are the reasons why you should not be um, you should not be drinking alcohol when you are up in the air. The best time to drink alcohol, especially um, uh, when you want to relax and so on, it's uh, before you take the trip. So if you're at the airport, you want to you have plenty of time. You can enjoy the, your favorite glass of wine, or when you are uh, on the plane, but before the takeoff. You are still on the ground, so it's before the takeoff. Or another way, if you have a connecting flight and you are waiting at the airport, you can then enjoy your drink. And, of course, when you get home or when you get to the hotel. So never up in the air. <laughs> it's interesting. And I do feel like um, I do feel that when I fly, I get, I get dehydrated anyway. And it's probably because you're just exhaling all of your moisture and you're not getting anything back in in the air. But I'm always thirsty. I'm, I always grab a big bottle of water once I get through security. And then I, you know, whatever, whenever they're passing out drinks, I'm just chugging water because yeah, I just feel like I get dehydrated when I fly so easily. And then to think about putting alcohol on top of that. Yeah, that would, it seems like it works against my efforts, but it's tempting though. It really is. It is. <laughs> I know. I know. I agree with you. But what you are doing is the right thing. Drink as much water as you can. Avoid any, I call them artificial, you know, drinks like Red Bull. If you want to enjoy your glass of wine or whatever, choose something which is like the light, the light, light lightest. So light, not heavy in alcohol. Think about um, if you want to drink something, don't rush. Uh, always, if you want to enjoy that glass because you really want to drink something which is, like I said, low, low on calories, don't mix, don't uh, mix Red Bull with vodka, whatever it is, um, have something. I mean, a lot of people do. And again, I mean, all sugar, not good for you. And um, try to pace yourself. Don't, if you drink uh, one uh, cocktail up in the air, it may result in the same way as you may have probably three on the ground. So think about that. Keep that in mind. It's it's really uh, impactful. Yeah. And also, I mean, this conversation 
(laughs) If I was a traveler listening to this, or even a travel agent, I would think, okay, how many, many bottles of alcohol can I drink in my seat before the plane takes off? I mean, (laughs) that might encourage some bad behavior or look very funny to the people sitting next to you, but hey, they didn't listen to this podcast, so there you go. Um, (laughs) I know. (laughs) Ah, So what about, um, you know, Christmas and our heavy gift giving season is almost upon us. Black Friday will be coming up and even some places are running their Black Friday specials already. And this might be a good time for people to stock up or purchase some gifts. And so what I'm wondering is what is in your bag when you fly? Oh, perfect question. I love the question. So I don't know if you remember when I said that there is one item you should be taking with you when you travel. Yes. And it's not a face covering mask and it's not a hand sanitizer, right? Yeah. We we all should make, uh, you know, should buy uh, that one pr- thing for your loved ones, whether mm-hmm. it's your family, friends, or whatever, whoever you, you are with and you love. This is a thermometer. What? A thermometer. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I know. So I will let me explain why, okay? So I traveled like crazy in July and August. So we we were in the midst of uh, COVID-19, right? So in uh, this year, in July and August, I traveled like intensively in Europe. Um, I visited my family. I did a lot of sightseeing. I've done a lot of different things. And um, I also traveled within the U.S. And I I visited a few destinations, different hotels, uh, visited different business lounges and and a lot of different things. So every place I went to, whether I was at the airport, business lounge, hotel, etc., I was always given a face covering mask or a hand sanitizer. But when it comes to thermometers, I was not. So what happened to me was, I was traveling to my, with my daughter, came back from Europe, uh, traveling back uh, at the end of July, and at the airport in Washington, D.C., International Airport, I was traveling business, in business, so I was like in the front of the plane, one of the first people to, to get off the plane, and our temperature, body temperature was taken, and there was a long line, uh, uh, people standing behind me. And my daughter and I are standing like at the first bird table and this gentleman is taking our body temperature and he says, oh, we have a winner. Uh, Ma'am, your temperature is slightly elevated. Mm. And you can only imagine the looks of the other people, you know, who are behind me, you know, and I can rest assured when I was collecting my luggage, there was no one standing, you know, next to me. Right. (laughs) Right? But But the thing is... Lesson learned. I was sitting by the window. Okay, so my, you know, I was exposed to UV rays, to the sun rays. My temperature was uh, slightly elevated. And I got off the plane. I didn't cool down. I didn't have the drink, you know, maybe uh, uh, iced water or whatever it is. I didn't spray my face with some, uh, uh, I don't know, some spray that would cool me down. I was just there, you know, first in line. And I'm thinking, my goodness, if only I had that thermometer with me, I would have measured my own temperature. I would have gone to the bathroom. I would have rested, you know, relaxed. And then without rushing, I would have gone to that whole body temperature, you know, check. And trust me, this is so super smart when this one item we'll take with us, um, among, of course, other things on, on a trip that will save a lot of anxiety, stress, 
and you know anything else that we experience when we are nervous, right? Yeah, and this is really interesting because. Um, you know, I went through London Heathrow to come back to the States and we also went through same airport, uh, Dulles in, in DC. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was, cause people like, this is, this is another argument, like give yourself time at the airport. Mm-hmm. Like don't arrive too early that you have too much time because you don't want to spend extra time in the airport at this, you know, Jeremy time in our lives. But you also don't want to have to run and rush because if you kick your temperature up, you might not be boarding that plane. Or you might be quarantined when you get to a destination. So that's interesting. I mean, I am such like one of these moms that I actually almost always have a thermometer in my purse when we're traveling. And because, you know, we have been some places where our kids have gotten sick and it's like, you know, anyway, that's that. But that's a really interesting uh, item to have in your purse. Um, now, what about, and, and this kind of goes into my next question, and that is perfect for this, but... If people were going to like plan for stocking stuffers, what would you be planning in general for, you know, kind of in the filter of what you do, what would you be stocking stuffing or stuffing stockings with this Christmas season? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I would recommend gift. Uh, I always talk about that gift, the gift of travel wellness, right? So I have a very relatively inexpensive um a program which is a perfect sort of Christmas uh, uh, gift for people who don't even travel very frequently, who travel, who are getting ready to their next uh, trip, who are going, you know, spending next year, uh, you know, going on vacation or are um, celebrating uh, some important event. I always talk about destination wedding or family reunion or other things or give it to your spouse who is traveling frequently in business. Again, very inexpensive gift of travel wellness. So this is definitely something that should be in our uh, stockings this year. But, you know, as I mentioned, the thermometer is something important. Um, Look for things that will hydrate you uh, from inside out. Water is one thing, but there are other other, uh, things that you can uh, drink and those are not, I'm not talking about Red Bull or anything like that, okay. right? Yep. That provide minerals and vitamins, which are super important, and we, and we lose them when we travel. Think about the health. Think about your, for, especially for ladies, your beauty routine on the, on the, on the, uh, on the plane when you travel or when you arrive at the destination. Notice how you be, how your skin reacts. I always carry with me like under eye patches, um, which are hydrating, most moisturizing. Definitely on a long haul flight, I take, I even put, especially when I travel overnight, I, I use a, like a face sheet mask, uh, that I put on, uh, which is like 15 minutes, um, and you take it off. So I do it, uh, when I wake up. Those are the things that you can stock up and have it uh, handy when you are traveling or you are getting ready to travel. Think about like a mist, um, essential oil mist. You know, a lot of people travel. They don't pay attention to what they eat. They have stomach problems. They have, you know, bad breath. They, they are gassy. You know, all of this stuff that are happening to humans, you know, to all of us, but some people know how to avoid it, and some people just don't care, unfortunately. And, you know, the essential oil mist will help you not only spray your face, but also the, the air, you know, around you, so you, you can have that nice fresh air 
um, you are breathing in versus all the other stuff <laughs> that we don't want to. <laughs> That's really interesting. Um, so as far as a sheet mask, like you're just chilling in your seat with a sheet mask on. You're you're just cool with that. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter who sees you. You're doing it. There are yes, I am, and I when I present on my social media, you can see me wearing a sheet mask. Of course, you can see me wearing those under eye uh, hydrating patches. I take pictures of myself. I take videos of myself, and I post it online. Um, there are ways of doing it. So when I work, especially with ladies, I tell them exactly when to do it, so you mm-hmm. don't feel embarrassed. You know, no one can see you. And so on. So you are very comfortable. And there are different things. There are some of them are see through, so no one can even notice that you are that you have a sheet mask on your face. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Don't do one of the black charcoal ones. Everyone will know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so then, as far as like essential oil mists go, is there a brand you prefer, or is there a specific essential oil that you're recommending people look for? There is an amazing mist, uh, which is uh, provided by the company Moder, and you can find it on my website. And uh, there are, I, I'm, I'm currently working with two companies, uh, companies, and one is Well You, which is a European brand, and they have an amazing, they have face sheet mask, which I absolutely love because this particular Well You product is, uh, is not waterly, it's, it's actually creamy, so it doesn't, drip, uh, uh, the water doesn't drip when you apply it. They also have a face uh, spray, really nice, and the modern company also has a very nice uh, face spray. So I I travel uh, with those products and I use them before I travel in destination when I get home, absolutely. They also have a lot of uh, minerals like uh, supplements. You can drink them. And this is one of the things when I talk about um, things that it's important to drink water, but water is not enough uh, to hydrate uh, our body. We, as, as we age, our body gets drier and, you know, by a minute. <laughs> so there are a lot of other uh, drinks that you should be actually uh, consuming uh, to keep that hydration. Okay, this is good information. Um, and then, you know, I think that we've kind of given a a fairly good overview of what it is you do and some tips that people can put into place even today after hearing this. Um, But is there anything else that we should include in this episode before we close it out? Uh, One one last thing is I just want to say that uh, if we know how to travel, uh, uh, we can travel with confidence, even during COVID. I've done it. A lot of people are doing it. A lot of People, even companies, their employees continue to travel. We just need to be well-educated and we need to understand what we should be doing. Wonderful. Well, Edita, thank you for being on the podcast. This is great information and um, I hope some people take you up on the offer to get the coaching to offer to their travel planning services because I think it's just, I mean, we always talk about taking care of our clients and this is really a kind of a way to round that out. So I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me this morning. Thank you, Megan, very much. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. I loved your questions and the whole conversation. And, of course, I'm here to support um, our travel uh, professional community. So, definitely. Well, thank you so much. And uh, this is Megan Chapa of the Travel Radio Podcast saying thank you for listening. Have a great day.
You're listening to a Trav Market Media Network podcast, a podcast designed for you, the travel professional. Is there something you would like to hear or do you have feedback? Please write to us at podcasts at travmarketmedia.com. Again, that's podcasts with an S at travmarketmedia.com.